now tuned in to the How to Rap Podcast. I'm your host, The Blacksmith. Let's get into it. Welcome to the first episode of the How to Rap Podcast, everybody. This is The Smithery. I'm your host, The Blacksmith, and I will be checking my notes. This is the first time I'm doing this podcast, so do not crucify me for checking my notes. So this is called the How to Rap Podcast, but this is really a show about tackling different ideas from the creative lens, which is something that I hope to do. Maybe I'll be successful, maybe not. We'll see. But it's really up to the ears of the beholder. Today, I found myself thinking about different aspects of the creative writing process. And one of the things that came up while I was in deep thought was basically that when you're a creator, a lot of the things that you talk about are things that can be expounded upon in ways that you haven't already tackled. So a lot of times as an artist myself, I find myself looking deeper into specific pieces of information. If I want to reference a president or an event, I'll dive deeper into history. Or if I want to reference a specific technology, I'm a very big technology person. I'll look into that technology and learn more inadvertently than I bargained for. And that information sometimes makes it into a song. And sometimes I just put it into the Rolodex, lock it away. Okay, I got that information. And that information can come out in different music or it can come out in daily life. I'm a tech person. I do a lot of tech stuff. And when I'm looking into information about how technology works so that I could put it into a better bar, I find myself applying that elsewhere a lot of times. There's information that I'm not so savvy with. Like, forgive me for saying this, but my history is very rusty. So if I'm talking about a president, for example, sometimes I might mix up the dates in which the president got elected or mix up the the number of the presidency. And that information goes into the Rolodex. I'm able to use that information in conversation. And then I started to think about as I was understanding the process for creative writing, man, creative writing actually makes you a scholar. <laughs> You're doing research in order to make your music better. You're trying to understand different topics and concepts in a different way so that you can expound upon that. If you're a good writer, a lot of writers don't actually do this. Some writers actually, they stay in the same pocket. You'll understand when you compare the depth of different artists' music to one another. For example, Kendrick just released an album. Most people would say Kendrick has a lot of depth in his music. But if you were to look at other artists, for example, um, I'll talk about this artist because he's probably not making any more music, but Lil Pump, for example, there's not a lot of depth in his music as compared to a Kendrick Lamar song. Obviously, these are two different genres at this point because hip hop is fluid, but these two artists don't share the same energy when it comes to researching their music and putting in uh, the level of effort that it takes to produce a deep quality song. But I can almost guarantee you that both of the artists still do research for their music. 
sometimes you say something and you have to look it up to say, did I get that right? Like, is this actually what I meant to say? Some people don't do that. Some people do it in advance, like well in advance, and then they remember it and they say, oh, that's what I want to talk about right now. And then they put it in a song and they realize they misremembering it. I, an example of this is probably when Rick Ross was trying to talk about Wikipedia, but instead he said Expedia. He said, Google me Expedia, but obviously Expedia is not Wikipedia. Information flows freely through your brain. And a lot of times you want to put it into a song. You want to put it on the pad and you want to make sure that you're expressing yourself in a correct way. So sometimes you go back, you look it up. Okay, this is correct. And you find more information than you bargained for. Other times you're trying to create concepts and you know something, but you want to get a little bit deeper. And so you look for the information so that you can understand the concept around it and put it in context when you're creating your music. This for me, that's a very elegant way of writing. It's, it's a way to produce stuff that doesn't sound surface level. A lot of new artists, up and coming artists that I hear will write music that has a lot of lyricality. It has a lot of emotion and it has some depth, but you can only get as deep or as shallow as your knowledge permits you to get. So, for example, if you're talking about cancel culture, as was a prevalent theme on Kendrick Lamar's new album, you can only get as deep with that concept as you have information. So if you yourself have been canceled and that's your only experience with cancel culture, or if you've seen somebody that you like get canceled and that's your only experience with cancel culture, then you might be of the opinion that this is 100% incorrect. I don't like it when people cancel people. Canceling is bad. And then that will be the depth that your music goes to. But if you are able to look at cancel culture, for example, with an objective lens and you're able to dive into uh, and I call this research, but really it's just going on social media and trying to figure out what both sides are saying to one another with regards to a topic. That's still a form of research because understanding culture makes you a more well-rounded individual. It makes you easily perceptive to trends, which allows you to get so many advantages like there's marketing advantages. There's definitely uh, creative advantages to understanding the culture. This is why kids are going to run the, the the entire internet for years to come because they're on the internet. <laughs> so you can't run the internet if you're not on the internet. And that's the best way to market. But I digress. If you dive deeply into different concepts, whether it be on social media, whether it be on Wikipedia, then you get a wider range of topics to talk about. So if you just hate cancel culture and you write about how you hate cancel culture, that's one way to write a deep song. You've experienced it. Someone else has experienced it that you know, and you write about it that way. Or on the flip side, if you have canceled someone or if you know someone that you don't like who has been canceled and you write about it that way, then you'll have that perspective. But 
you can only have both perspectives if you do your deep dive and your due diligence and your research. So as I was thinking about the creative writing process, I was also thinking about people becoming smarter as artists. A lot of times you'll see an artist get an interview and they'll say something that you find to be obscene or you'll hear them say something that you find to be very intelligent or they make a salient point. Those different aspects of the person that you're watching represent their level of knowledge on the thing that they're talking about. So obviously, if you ask an artist a question about something that they wrote in a song, they have some level of knowledge about that thing because they wrote about it. If they have no level of knowledge about that thing, then you'll get the obscene, absurd, ice cold takes that you might sometimes get in interviews. That's probably why it's best to avoid talking about things that you have no knowledge of. But that's also how you get more educated in certain topics. Like I said, if you're an artist and you're writing about something, then clearly it can push you to learn more about that specific thing. Sometimes you have to write about things that you don't know about because they're tangentially related or they're directly related to a topic that you're very passionate about. So that's why I say uh, creating music, etc., poetry is the best way to learn about things that you're passionate about, learn about things that you're not passionate about, learn about things that could be helpful to you in the future. A lot of writing even if you're writing a book, especially if you're writing a book, this is why people ask authors and they ask artists for their takes on a lot of different subjects. It's not because it's not just because let me not say it's not because it's not just because this person is a celebrity and they've done well for themselves. It's also because they have to do a lot of research. They have to interact with a lot of people. They have to especially when they're in the middle of creating something special. They have to expand and broaden their understanding of different topics. This might not improve their knowledge per se on a specific topic that they already knew nothing about, but it allows them to comment on it from the perspective of somebody who has lots of experience. So when you see somebody interviewing J.K. Rowling or interviewing um, Kevin Hart and you're like, what? That person wrote a book. That person's a comedian. They have a lot of experiences that make it important to understand how they view specific things. Also, I mean, everybody wants to. I mean, let's not front over here. Everybody wants to be as rich as J.K. Rowling or as rich as Kevin Hart. So understanding how they view specific social issues, economic issues, um, political issues, that gives you a better understanding of how to deal with those things. Like if that's not important to somebody that's super rich, then why should it be important to me? You know, I mean, obviously lots of things should be important to you that are not going to make you rich. But a lot of people think like, you know, let's just get to the bag. That's a lot of people's mentality. But yeah, thinking about art as a form of educational praxis is actually not something that occurred to me before I started thinking about my creative process. And it's very interesting that a lot of people don't understand that that's what they're doing as they're creating, as you are writing in your journal, as you are writing your slam poetry, you know, entry or you're writing 
a book or you're writing your your essay. It's the one time where you have all of your thoughts circling around in your head and you're able to pick out which ones you want to put on paper and use the other ones. Okay, noted. And then put that in the back of your mind and proceed with creating whatever it is that you're creating. I always say that people like Lucas, you know, the, the Star Wars creator, they they have they have uh, the ability to shut off the filters in their brain in such a way that, you know, regular people like me are able to do. I, there's no way that I could create a language in my mind right now, like as I'm recording this and have it be something that is intelligible or makes any sense at all. But somehow George Lucas took some time, some years, maybe decades or whatever it took him and was able to create uh, language, an environment, a society, all fiction, all made up and put it on screen and have people say, look, look, mom, cowboys in space. And then, you know, have it be a bestseller. I like to believe that we all have a little bit of George Lucas in us. If you were able to just sit down and, you know, allow your thoughts to roam freely in your head and then start connecting some of those dots. I took a marketing class or an entrepreneurial class where our, you know, assignment was to think of two things and mash them together and see if that would work. And sometimes we don't give our brain the creative freedom to do that. And writing is an art form that allows you to get that creative freedom to do that. And I don't know, sometimes what you create on paper is a dud and sometimes it's magical, but it all depends on whether or not you're willing to sit down and create, sit down and put time and effort. That's all the research is putting time and effort into the craft and using it to improve yourself. You can't let the art write for you. You Sometimes you have to put yourself in the art and writing, speaking, and listening, all ways to educate yourself and produce something that's a little bit better than the last thing you did. So allow your brain to roam free Allow your artwork to come alive and put those thoughts onto paper. Um, mix your thoughts with your feelings, your emotion. Make that into an event. Don't just make it into a song. Don't just make it into a poem. Don't just make it into a book. Make it into an event, an experience, something that when you look back at it, you could find meaning that's well beyond what you originally intended and you know it'll make your experiences even communicating with other people better it'll make your experiences with your next project better it'll make your experiences at your day job better i know y'all not gonna quit y'all day job because y'all learn how to rap on the how to rap podcast but you know when you go back to your day job you're going to understand more and be more in tune with your environment, with conversations that happen around you, with the things that you're working with. Those things are going to seep into your art. You're going to study them. 
you're going to put them into your art and then you're going to become better at them. That's just the cycle of educating through your performance, educating through your artwork, educating through your rap, in my case. So hope you all enjoyed this episode of the How to Rap podcast. I'm not going to promise you when the next one is going to come out. I'm not going to promise you how long they're supposed to be. But what I can promise you is that I appreciate your participation in the show. And I would love to get whatever feedback you all have. And hopefully the next one is better than the last one. Take care of yourself. Peace out.